Pills. Mom Pills. Hello. Yeet. Yeet. Is that, Is that, I don't know. You, Is you that do, it? I don't you, know how it works. You hang out with more youngins than I do on a daily basis, so you. I don't understand them. <laughs> you thought <laughs> I was talking was, to her. I, I really did. I'm like, Whoop. And I began the conversation with yeet. <laughs> yeet. No, we, we co-opted yeet. We appropriated Yeet um, in as much as D and I, because oh, okay. when we would watch, uh, we were watching the final season of uh, Jessica Jones, and mm-hmm. I pointed out that every time she flies, she looks left, she looks right, and then she puts both of her hands in the air, and I just, <laughs> she just goes Yeet, and she gets out of there. <laughs> oh my God. And it's just like the perfect sound effect. If it was a comic, that would be the onomatopoeia. Just Yeet, and she's gone. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand that. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm not as connected to the youths as one would think. I'm very confused by them almost ah, always. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, I've been confused by the youth ever since I was one. Because that's the thing. I, I yeah, was a I didn't social get it outcast. Even, like even when I was in high school, I was like, I don't understand you people <laughs> most of the time. So yeah, I I've always been awkward. It's just everybody mm-hmm. got caught up with my awkwardness. That's all. Yeah. Thanks, Big Bang Theory. Oh, <laughs> I was like, huh? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. No, it just, you know what? Um, as, as much shit as I give Big Bang Theory and as much as I'll never watch it, um, yeah, it's it opened up a lot of conversations about comics and video games and that sort it of thing. It got a lot people. of kids reading comics, too. Exactly. Have you I know? told you that? How like kids would come into the comic book store? <laughs> no. Based and they'd say Sheldon had this on his shirt. What what is that? That's wild. And then you'd be like, Oh, that's the Flash. Okay, over here. Or, you know, <laughs> that's Green Lantern, Superman, whatever. Right. Yeah, they it, it totally worked on them. <laughs> and they would be they would buy comics based off of that. Or parents would buy comics for their kids. Yeah. They'd be like, They want the thing that Sheldon was talking about. And you know what? We've kind of been in a in a, a very creative age of comics that has been welcoming to new readers where even like the deepest lore is is at your fingertips with stuff like wikipedia and um even just you know you find an old head that wants to talk about comics for a while (laughs) then yeah that's that's pretty cool like i was joking around on twitter the other day um i was saying that hyper time is coming back to dc comics and i have nobody to talk to it about sure enough uh, Terry, owner of Third Coast Comics, he's like, what the fuck, man? I'm right over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know what that is, so I can't help you there. Yeah. I, to, to sum it up in, in like 10 seconds, Hyper Time is basically uh, an idea that Mark Wade came up with to somehow have the future of Kingdom Come and the future oh. of like Batman Beyond and other projects oh. coexist. So oh. all of them were possibilities. It's just basically the idea that... Um, Wait, you know, is he writing this book? Well, this book came out years ago called um, The Kingdom. It was supposed to be the follow-up to Kingdom Come, but okay. Alex Ross wasn't there for the oh. sequel, just Mark Wade. But Mark Wade deserves credit, too, because he wrote... No, I love Mark Wade. He's yeah. one of my favorite writers. Oh, that, same it, here. That is, that is not a Mark Wade, like... He's written some of the best Superman stories out there, bud. Yeah, I cut my teeth like between on his Kingdom Come mm-hmm. and Birthright. Oh my God, so good. Yeah, I mean him, him and uh, Todd Naik, uh with with Impulse. That was some of my favorite mm-hmm. reading back in the day. So I, I'm totally with you on that. Um, 
Oh, didn't he write? He wrote some Fantastic Four, yeah. Mark Wade. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 That yeah. was that was that was also enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's done a lot of. Stuff. That's true. Yeah. His Flash run is like considered one of the greatest. So epic. I yeah. um I tracked down. I because, mean, he said impulse, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I I tracked down this week some uh, discount copies of the Teen Titans Omnibus Omnibuy. Uh, the the uh, Marv Wolfman and George Perez uh, stuff from their from their heyday back in the eighties. What, what do you mean a discount copy? So these usually run for like a hundred bucks or right. you know, close to seventy, that sort of thing. Um, and I got sticker shock the first time I saw them, but I waited right. several years, and you know they they've been reprinted and. I don't know. Gotcha. Maybe uh, you know something happened with they were able to like lower the printing price or something. But yeah, like they were pretty cheap, surprisingly. So hmm. yeah, had to jump on that. Um, so that'll be my graphic novel challenge choice for the next several weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah, because <laughs> I got to validate uh, that purchase. Yeah, my my graphic novel challenge is going to be still the copy of why less man that i haven't read because i'm reading so much for school yeah that i'm like when it comes to me not having to do anything Mm -hmm. um i don't want to (laughs) read i want to watch bob burgers and knit yeah that's what i want to do and if that's how you relax that's completely understandable me i'm I'm kind of the opposite like if i'm i'm still gonna read them but like Mm -hmm. basically i've been catching up on work in the time in between (laughs) classes yeah so now that I'm kind of caught up on that, I'll have a little bit of time to like read on my own for enjoyment. Well, that's cool. Until the next thing comes, and then, then I'm in it again. And then you're in it mm. again. So when you have online classes it, as well, like you have to stay ahead of those. Absolutely. You get completely screwed if you don't. Yeah, because it's already a distraction to have the entire internet at your fingertips, and then yeah. your class is in the tiny little window. Um, yeah. it's like, oh, that sounds interesting. Let me make a bookmark of that real quick. Oh, is that a sale on Amazon? Hold on a minute. Uh-huh. I can get this pizza-shaped towel for $3. Awesome. <laughs> That's a great deal. Which, by the way, I bought a pizza-shaped beach towel for $3 on sale on Amazon. Oh, it's for for buffering the sound. Dolores, like, in the background. <laughs> and I use her, the Lord's name, in this context because it's the full reaction of, what the damn hell? Yeah. What is wrong with you? Yeah. No, for I... Hearing the- bought that for the first time that was definitely the reaction and the way that i'm selling it besides the fact that everybody needs a pizza shaped towel um it's it's for buffering the sound while we record so it doesn't bounce off of the table okay you can can hear the difference obviously you know it's just wait is that something i should do too sure you should validate that purchase by i'm not buying that i'm I'm asking if i should use an existing thing that i have fuck you i'm not doing that (laughs) why did you ask why did you even ask that because you said that you're using it for buffering and i bought it i'm like that's a real thing isn't it you're the sound guy it is a real thing but i made up that reason after i made the purchase okay okay so yeah stuffed animals work you know Egg cartons, like you saw in Hustle and Flow, all that stuff. Anything that yeah. chops up the the flat, smooth surfaces of your wall. There's a is- whole bit in New Girl about uh, Nick, one of the characters on that, mm-hmm. soundproofing his room. Ah. And he just, like, staples a couple of egg cartons onto the wall. <laughs> and he's like, no, I did it. It's soundproof. No, it's not. That's not how that works. Not you can't at all. just throw a couple on there. <laughs> so that has been your podcast editing minute for this episode. You know, funny enough, I, I mean to ask you something, too. I got an email today 
about International Podcast Day, which apparently is on September 30th. Have you heard about this at all? No, there's an international day for everything, so I can't keep track. There is, but this actually has like a website and guests and, and, and seminars and shit. So okay. I don't know. Are we supposed to, I mean, are we participating? What is, what is this? Um, what are we- September 30th is the date. So this let's seems see. like an off mic discussion. But no, no, like, no. Oh, this is definitely on mic because as welcome you now to know, our process. Yeah, the majority of our listeners are podcasters themselves, so everybody yeah. should know. Yeah. <laughs> no, but every now and then, like something will pop up in Chicago, like a podcast-a-thon or something like that, and yeah. I'm like, nobody told me. But then it's like, all right, well, I really should be looking for stuff like that, but. You know us, yeah. we're kind of homebodies with our process, so, you know. I mean, we also live in different states, that so <laughs> there's that. I mean, doesn't make stuff like that easy. I have my rarely discussed solo podcast that still exists that I could probably, yeah. like, you know, shill out and get people oh, to yeah. come yeah. back to this show, too, you know, just to, to, to synergize and all that bullshit. I don't know how you deal dealt with deal dealt with solo podcasting. <laughs> well, I mean, to be completely transparent on that, like I wasn't solo podcasting. I either had D with me doing right. vernacular stuff or yeah. I had a guest. So, you know, I had somebody to bounce yeah, off. Yeah, of. like you can find someone to to fit that yeah. schedule kind there of thing. Was, I think only one occasion where I did a podcast alone and I decided to do it like NPR style. So I had <laughs> segments and I had little news stories that I would chop up. And like I, right. I remember um, I was talking about Steven Universe and I had the, the theme song playing in the background and stuff. It was really uh, probably a lot of copyright infringement. So don't go look for that episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was fun. It was fun to just be like a radio guy for a minute. But yeah, I like yeah. No, I more. see it for so, okay for something like that. Uh, yeah, I totally understand solo podcasting for mm-hmm. short news t- style segment, like you said, NPR style. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, but I've never. I, I just feel like there are so many of those that are done well that I'm like, how could I possibly do one like another one? I think that's that's my thing. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Us doing this, like two friends talking, that's definitely overdone. I would say that the thing that sets us apart from other people, like doing this, is that we're not two white guys. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, there is that woman. You're a man of color, person of color, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) I love it when you try to do that. That's great. What? No, continue, please. I'm woke. <laughs> you being a person of color such as yourself, you. Uh, what? Well, okay, what is the preferred term? There is none. I'm telling you, it's fine. It's just I'm showing you trying your best to be like yeah. respectful and shit. It's just me, dude. Come on. Um, brown bear. What'd you say? The Matt lets me call him brown bear. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder sometimes, like for for those that aren't like aware of our friendship because like last week you mentioned how um didn't like, i we, piss someone off on your facebook too well yeah that goes back to what we were talking yeah. about last week where you were like the first time <laughs> that we really started joking around like freely was when you commented on my post like matt you're black and then you did it again this week and i'm like someone's not gonna give that <laughs> and then it happened someone com- i can't remember but someone commented basically being like hey 
And I'm like, oh, I feel like I look really bad in this. And I was going to message you about it, but then I got busy. Oh. Uh, I was like, I'm not deleting that. Like, I didn't even see the response. I'm, I, there's wow. a there's a response on that that's basically like, hey, like to me. <laughs> and I'm like, I get it. I get it. Well, Out whoever uh, it doesn't look good. Whoever made that comment, if you happen to also be listening, but you would get the joke if you anyway. If you're listening, we're cool. Everything's groovy. It's fine. Yeah, trust me, there's no amount of heat that you could bring down on me that would be worse than what Matt would do in that type of situation if I was stepping out of line. And besides, we've seen each other in person all of twice now. She knows I'm black. Not twice. What? Three times at least. Well, I'm talking about like visits. So like first time Florida, second time here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, well convention why are we doing this okay. i don't know we're, we're convention we're going... and the show and then yeah never mind. yeah no people are people are checking out now so let's check in <laughs> on uh on area 51 so that whole thing is supposed I to be was going wondering down if when is it supposed to go down tomorrow it's supposed to go down on the 20th so we're recording today oh, on the 18th today. yeah okay i think they pushed it back a couple of days i know that somebody tried to um turn it into some type of music festival that was going to happen out in the desert um, but it was going to be oh, like a fire festival for. sort of thing because there weren't going to be enough bathrooms and there was not going to be any food options and people may have gotten what like heat stroke or something like that, you know, just common, yeah. just basic bullshit. So, um, they decided to turn it into a music festival and it's happening in downtown Las Vegas now and it's sponsored by Budweiser. None of that I has anything to do with area 51. All of you. You're yeah. all terrible. Not about that life. Thought you were going to run Jamiroquai style. No. Um, Naruto style towards the uh, towards the site. Jameer if anyone tries to do that, they will die. Yeah, it's virtual so, insanity. So, so don't how do many it. people? Did, <laughs> how the rooms all moving and shit? <laughs> I would um, love to see somebody just like Jameer Quai slide yeah. through the desert. <laughs> uh, so how how many people do you think would die in a situation <laughs> where <laughs> this is such terrible? You know what? You want to talk about Area 51? Okay. I, I honestly don't where, think. Let's, let's be generous. Let's yeah. be generous. Yeah. Let's say that 500 people show up <laughs> outside of Area 51. Okay. And 25 of those people decide to to run mm-hmm. toward it. How many of those 25 do you think are getting shot or at least tasered? I mean, I don't think anybody's going to be getting shot. I think that at the first sign of a weapon... Well, they're There's, gonna they're gonna be on guard because they don't want a bad like publicity moment basically. Yeah, probably. that's that's exactly it. They're gonna know that the world's eyes are on them because these mm-hmm. are kids who are social media savvy because that's how this whole thing was organized in the first place. Yeah. Um, saying organized in quotation marks because there's no organization whatsoever. But word of mouth, internet, that's how it got around, um, and they know that any type of aggression that they put towards these kids because they're gonna be kids. Oh yeah, it's going to be frowned upon. So I, I I believe that the army will. The, yeah, they've been training about what to look out for, what to expect oh, on the God. off chance. I saw something on Reddit. I want to say, guys, like I know two you want to know things, but that is such a waste of time for service people to be doing that shit. Yeah. Why? Why are you making? Oh, so somebody jobs harder. Somebody didn't get the memo that it was postponed. I'm looking now on CNN. <laughs> And it says a Dutch YouTuber and his friend were arrested and jailed when they tried getting near Area 51. Allow awesome. me to read. <laughs> Two Dutch friends said they just wanted a look at the mysterious Area 51. 
before leaving the U.S., but they ended up in a Nevada jail instead. Okay. I'm going to butcher these names. So, you know, write in, make fun of me, whatever you got to do. It's going to be awful. Anyway. Tease Granzier, 20, and Govert Charles Wilmus Jacob Sweep, all of those words, were arrested. Instead of Sweet. Yeah. Govert Charles Wilhelmus Jacob Sweet, 21, were arrested about three miles deep into their Nevada National Security Site, the Nye County Sheriff's Office Wow, they got pretty far. Yeah. The site is near Area 51, which has been the focus of conspiracy theories for decades, alleging the U.S. government keeps evidence about aliens and UFOs there. Someone recently created a Facebook event page seeking people to storm the site this Friday. But the two men say never plan... Okay, this sentence is awful. But the two men say Uh, never plan participate in that. Yeah. We didn't have any intention to storm it because we leave on day before the actual storming gates, and we just wanted to dot, 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 go there. Sweep told CNN affiliate KTNV. They just wanted to get a good view of it, he said. When arrested September 10th, both both men told deputies they could read, write, and speak English and had seen the no trespassing signs at the entrance of the site. But they said they wanted to take a look at the facility. Police said, okay, that's enough of these guys. <laughs> yeah. So I, I remember we asked when, when this story originally popped up, why? Like, mm-hmm. why is Area 51 declassified or classified right so um this is from 2013 Mm. august of 2013 article from nbc news and it says that basically um its purpose has been declassified Hmm. uh and it's uh basically cia history if you can trust them um so they're saying that they're testing uh u2s and other spy planes there Okay. So that's why it's like off limits because they have uh, test item, probably secret uh, new aircraft and weaponry, whatever that they're they don't want people to a go near or b tell anyone else about. Yeah. It seems so. It's it's literally and honestly for their own safety. You don't want to become a liability to the um, to the military. You don't want to have to Look, be in military jail for the rest of your life because you have secrets that you haven't been cleared to know. This so, is also their explanation of what happened in Area 51 years ago, was that they didn't tell people what they were doing, and there were UFOs, but they were actually planes. Look, okay. look <laughs> here's the thing. They're probably lying. But <laughs> I don't think that ne- it's necessarily Area 51 holds the answers to X, Y, and Z, or that anything suspicious is at Area 51. No, exactly. But and are they lying about the history and who knows what and everything? Probably. Yeah. Think I about know. how loose-lipped our administration is right now. Everything that we know that we shouldn't know, everything that's being said to the public. Um, I know that last time we discussed this, you said, well, they probably don't tell him everything. No, I said that he doesn't have the intellectual curiosity to even ask. If it's not about him, uh, why yeah. would he give a fuck? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's that's the main thing. If it's not because because like think about it, you go in there, you can ask any like you have declassified basically everything available to you. Right. You can find out so many things. He has no interest in anything other than himself. Do you think Obama knew about the aliens? Because I mean. He's still super chill. 
for somebody that knows, like after he got out of office, he went on vacation. I mean, did he just kind of make his peace and go, well, look, the same aliens are here now that were here in the 50s. So it's not like anything's going to change in my life. I might as well windsurf. I think that. That might be the most ridiculous sentence I've ever seen. No, no, no. I know what you're saying. So, so here's the thing. I think you can take two or, or maybe three avenues with this. Okay. One, he does know, and there's nothing. Like, there truly is nothing. So, like, he asked the question. He got the answer. It's There's no definitive proof. Everything that's public is public. You know, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. That's the the <clears throat> uh, boring scenario two <laughs> is that he knows mm-hmm. so he does know that it's something maybe it hasn't been true ufos maybe he just knows hey there is life on this planet x y and z but we can't say it yet because of x y and z um there's then okay so in that scenario he is I think that this is the case with every president. And that's why I was like joking and other people joked about this too, that if Trump became president, he would tell us because he doesn't have any honor, but all of the previous presidents have handled classified information privately and have done like things like releasing your taxes and being (laughs) honest, like even the fucking like crazy ones like Nixon, who was clearly corrupt, followed these rules. So, like, even if they played dirty, they followed the rules, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. Obama wouldn't tell anyone. Carter won't tell anyone. But, uh, Bush won't tell anyone. Uh, Clinton. <laughs> you know, like, all, like they wouldn't. They No, seriously, they wouldn't break that vow in this scenario in two. Okay. The third one, which I would say is the most nefarious one, is that uh, not even the president knows. Hmm. You Like, this is so classified that he wouldn't even know. This is where I get in a true crazy person brain. But, you know, it's basically it is above his pay grade. And you think that there's no great like pay grade above the president. Bullshit. There is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That kind of scenario. (laughs) The man behind the man behind the man behind the throne. Yes. Uh, And we would know if Trump bothered to ask. But, you know, he doesn't bother to ask. He only asks for the sandwiches or whatever from McDonald's. <laughs> he only asks for sandwiches. Yes, but do the aliens have well, sandwiches? Why isn't my Fox News working on my TV? What the Where's my McDonald's? Do? Yeah. So, I, I, I hope no one gets hurt. I really, sincerely hope no one gets hurt. Nah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Kids, don't go to Area 51. It's boring. No, don't. If you do it, you're like... Whatever happens to you is going to fucking happen. Like, what? I mean, you should know not to do that. Okay, so I'm going First on record all, to say. You're to get out there unless you're local. Like, I'm saying on record, don't go. But I am going to say, parentheses, if you do go, make sure you got a good connection. Because I want to see what the fuck is happening out there. <laughs> I was going to say, if you go, report back to us. We do not condone that in any way. But if you want to go be a little field reporter, yeah. have at it. Yeah, if you we, wanna, we have no responsibility. We're not telling you to do that. We're if you not telling be, you to go to Area 51. If you happen to be <laughs> in Area 51 and want to send us proof and then, you know, information and just give us a lowdown of it, even send in a recording, whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, theoretically, if you gave us such information, that would be cool. But hey, we're not telling you to do that. Don't do that. That's stupid. We, 
We will put you on air and give you full credit and et cetera, et cetera. There's no money in it. Oh, don't do that. Why would you go to Area 51? That's such a mistake. (laughs) All right, Willy Wonka, calm down. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that. Um, I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. I had another thing going on in my brain where I was trying to – I had like another – kernel of an idea that was conspiracy wise and i can't remember it now it's really gonna bug me hmm. uh well you know, know what I bugs me president's age really poorly too like a part of the stress yeah. of the job is like knowing all of the secrets i mean like, i could see it just stressing them out just being president because of all the shit that they have to think about and arguing every single day day in day out just arguing with grown men yeah it's just ugh. And the games they have to play and all that. Oh, I just remembered it. Have you heard that theory that um, Earth is basically a giant experiment or a prison? A prison? An alien prison. Holy shit. No, I haven't heard that So there's more than one. one. There's that Earth is an experiment. Okay. And basically, like, all of these species should not exist together. Like, (laughs) alien... This is... Okay. So, like, like, aliens basically threw us all in here and were like, cool, whatever. Like, you know, why would you put elephants on the same like, with whales? Why would you do that? That's a mistake. That's they, a mistake. They, should, they should live on the same planet together. Nah, nah, fuck it. Let's see what happens. Oh, you mean like Star Trek where every planet just has one species and basically Pretty one much, city? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. But the other one, which I think is even cooler, is that um, we are basically a planetary Australia. Wow. So, like, you know how they sent all of the... Uh, worst people to Australia mm-hmm. and then they just created a country. So our ancestors and every species on this planet, maybe there are some natural species here, but like particularly with humans and stuff, they sent all of the worst motherfuckers and that's why we are always <laughs> killing each other and terrible because our genes are all awful. <laughs> Humanity is just bred from the absolute worst, the reject pile, the criminals and the the monsters. I mean, some of these criminals create some pretty dope video games though. We got video games and cronuts, so I can't be too mad at them. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's also the idea that we're a planet that is being observed by outside alien forces or whatever. Um, but we haven't evolved to the point where we've earned the right to be involved in interplanetary things <laughs> because we're so far behind. Yeah. You, you remember how. Or our actual like morality and everything. You remember how it was on Star Trek, right? I don't know if you were like yeah. deep into it like that. Yeah. How they would for the listeners. So they get to know um, how once. A civilization evolved to a certain point. They would send down some representatives from Starfleet to right. observe them, dressed in their garb, and then they would approach them, saying, "Hey, you know, we got this great club. You know, we're all about peace. Yeah. If you're about peace, come hang out with us. We got technology to share." I always thought that was kind of cool. I think that that makes the most sense out of any theory. If there is intelligent life, yeah. I fully believe there's life. <laughs> I think that people that don't think there are other living things in the universe are, to me, that is ridiculous. The idea that there isn't more than life on Earth is ridiculous to me with the mm. size of the universe the way that it is. Yeah. It's a question of, like, where is it 
in like its form of evolution and everything like that. So that's like, okay, where can it talk to, but like if there is something along those levels, it makes sense that it would not communicate with us right at this point in time or any time previous, because we are, despite everything we are at our most peaceful and best time in humanity. <laughs> we are like we're like this if you look at the trends like we are in the best possible place we have ever been in humanity okay and we're still a shit show oh yeah and the only reason we're trying to get to space is to shoot each other from it right right so i could see them going no no we're not letting any of you in <laughs> it's not, not time yet. yet no 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 no. it's not your time <laughs> Well, before we go any further, there's a couple things that we got to address. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> there's a couple things that we got to hit before we go any further. First and foremost, we want to wish a happy birthday to one of our adventurers, Arturo. Yes. Yeah, man. He doesn't know, this. He, he, has no, he doesn't know that I'm saying this or <laughs> that I wrote this in our notes. I'm friends with him on Facebook. That's why I know this. That was really I, cool. And I know, I know him IRL. Arturo that was really thoughtful the, yeah, well, Arturo is a very kind listener, and as of recording this, it is his birthday. So happy birthday, Arturo! That's right. Well, happy be- belated birthday, with your family. Yeah, and I hope you're doing well. And thank you for supporting the show. Right on, right on. We appreciate everybody that supports the show. We're giving a special shout out to Arturo on his birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you would like to uh, join the club and be an adventurer and support our show in a very special way, we Humbly ask that you check out our Patreon page. We got a lot going on over there. Bonus episodes, uh, videos. Lex did some special reviews for the recent season of. Um, I was going to say Veronica Nancy Mars. Drew. Veronica Mars. <laughs> yes. I mean, kind of. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I say that in the most respectful way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely check that out. Check out Lex and Mott. Lex and Mott. Lex and Matt. Numerous times. <laughs> so what? Patreon, or you can do patreon.com slash Lex and Matt. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. check all that out. Oh, also, I should mention, um, you know, folks uh, who follow me on Twitter and everything like that, at Mighty Inc. Matt, uh, they, they know that uh, the group that I work for, Uncanny Magazine, which is a great publication out of Chicago, they've won many Hugo Awards over the years. I'm proud to be a member of that um, editorial team when it comes to uh, reading uh, the submissions and that sort of stuff. Uh, they had a Kickstarter about a year ago, and they, we successfully funded a pilot for a TV program called Uncanny TV. So if you want to see me uh, co-host a talk show with Richie <laughs> Trota, uh, that's available on YouTube right now. So check that out. We'll we'll put a yeah, link to that cool. as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll we'll add that to the the notes. That's yeah, really cool. It's fancy. We have a, mu- a musical guest and everything, and I'm even wearing a jacket. You have a mutant. De- <laughs> a mutant we have a guest. mutant musical guest. Well, awesome. Dawn is pretty superhuman. So yeah, if if okay. I found out that she was a mutant, I'd believe it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's belly danced as Mystique before, as a matter of fact, with the That's blue cool. and everything. Yeah. So. There's that. Um, what else do we have to pimp? I don't know. I think that's all we got for, for now. Yeah. Check out our Patreon for exclusive stickers and merch and stuff. And uh, that's the best way to support the show. That and, you know, reviewing us. Oh, yeah. And five-star reviews. Subscribing. We love that. And We're not, they'll tell them to give us five-star reviews. If you want to give us five-star, <laughs> if, that's your, if that's your review, cool. 
What I'm saying is that review and subscribe. Do that mm-hmm. for your favorite podcasts, and we hope we're one of them. But right. that's a way you can truly help. If you're listening to this on September 30th, celebrate us, one of your favorite podcasts, or maybe one of your least favorite podcasts, by rating and subscribing. I don't care if you yeah. don't like Yeah, and then share anymore. it with your friends. Yeah. That don't cost you a thing. That love yeah. don't cost a thing. <laughs> that's right. All right. Um, where were we? We were going to talk about... Oh, we kind of dropped that link there. Disney Plus, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they announced a lot of Disney Plus, or not really announced. It's this like preview, right? Right. So they did a soft rollout in the Netherlands of Disney Plus, and a lot of uh, folks that subscribe to it over there are just loving it and posting all these videos of what's available on there, so everybody else around the world can kind of get an idea. And knowing Disney, they had an idea that this was going to happen, so. They went to one of the nicest places on earth to get people involved, the Netherlands, and said, hey, you know, we're going to give you guys this for free for a little while. Check it out. Let us know what you think. Give us any feedback. And boy, we have such great news for you guys. There is so much on Disney Plus. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm trying to get the link to open. It's being annoying on my end. But yeah, there's so much. I mean, I'm shocked coming out of the gate how much they have. I thought there were certain things that I would have to wait for. Mm-hmm. Like I talked about uh, the many adventures. I always do this where it's like, is it the many adventures? Is it the new adventures? The <laughs> Winnie the Pooh series from yeah. the uh, 90s. Uh, it was like 88 to 92. Yeah. I think, yeah. The years. So, so like that, I was like, Oh, I think maybe, They'll come out with that later or something like that. Maybe there's a chance because they're not on DVD or anything like that. I talked about it. The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, was it? Yes. Um, and I was like, yeah, okay, maybe. Like, I'll see it again. And boom, it's on there from the start. Like, mm-hmm. it's just straight up going to be on there. I'm like, holy shit, this thing that, like, people have wanted for years. They're like, no, 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 we're not even going to wait on that. We're just going to give you everything. That's pretty right. Much. That's right. Not only that, but, of course, everybody knows that I am super hyped about DuckTales 87 being on there. <laughs> the new DuckTales 2017 is going to be on there. Tailspin, yeah, Goof Troop. I can finally watch that. Yeah, Chip and Dale, Gargoyles, all that stuff. The entire Disney oh, afternoon Gargoyles? lineup. Yes. Is there anything missing? Like, seriously, is there anything on this that you're like, ah, oh, man, they didn't put that on there yet? Honestly, I haven't run into anything yet. I, I've saw, I've I've saw, I've seen reports like, stating that uh, some of the Marvel stuff is missing on there. Like um, the movies? Yeah. Like some, uh, I think like the most two recent Marvel films are missing. So Endgame and Captain Marvel. Okay. I just yeah. found, I just found something scrolling through this. They don't have the series for Kim Possible yet. Oh, that's a weird omission. Huh. They have the 2019 live action movie that we ignore. And then they have the movie that the, the animated movie that they oh, made. Wait a minute. You're just in the movie section. If you scroll down wait. the television series. No. Yeah. It's like what? halfway down the page. What? The television series is there. Kim Possible is there, Holy but it's fuck. on the television. I was in the wrong place. That's exactly what I'm saying. Everything is here. Lizzie hey, McGuire. Hey, guys. Sorry. Kim Possible <laughs> is going to be on there, so I'm going to watch Rufus eat some burritos up in this shit. Uh-huh. Oh, well, you know what? There is one thing. It's a guilty It's it's a guilty request. So my, my Winnie the Pooh one was incorrect. I said the wrong one. It's the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh. I That's was looking at said. the movies. No, oh. it was the many adventures. Look, oh. there are a lot of fucking adventures. 
with this bear. <laughs> Deep in the hundred acre woods. See, that's the wrong one. What what character that's the in wrong Winnie the Pooh do you do you relate to the most? Which character in Winnie the Pooh? Yeah. Um, the narrator. <sighs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> you know that there's like actual psychology behind all the characters and it's like very deep and whatever. It's okay. <laughs> I mean the narrator has psychology behind him too. He's the one who told the story. <laughs> okay, let's go with um Rabbit. Okay. I actually buy that, so that's good. Come I'm on. Piglet. I'm very I'm very scared. I wanna be Pooh Bear, but I'm I'm Piglet. How are you Piglet? Piglet has so much anxiety. Oh my god, Matt. That little shit is freaking out all the time. <laughs> I am Piglet. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait. No, I'm Al. I'm Al because he just fucking yeah. noped out of there. Yeah, that's like, true. Like he never he was never really around. He was just there sometimes. Oh my gosh, I'm trying Oh, what's the name of the show? Uh, <laughs> uh Barbarian. What's the Barbarian show? But but Barbarian. Oh, Rob. It's it's some basic name. It's like Dave. Randy. Isn't it Dave? Dave. Dave. Is that on there? I have no desire to rewatch <laughs> that, but I'm just trying to think of shows. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? It's not on there, guys. I found one. No one so one one thing that I would like to see them do. You Doug, but it's it's going to be Disney. It's Doug. Disney's Doug, and that doesn't no. count. But what I'd like to see them do is finally release the various versions of Lilo and Stitch. Or the Stitch series that they had after. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they have, of course, uh, Lilo and Stitch the series on here. They have all the Lilo and Stitch movies that were, uh-huh. um, you know, produced by the American uh, Disney Studios. But the uh, Stitch um, anime that came out that no one's ever really seen outside of that market. I would like to see that. I think we yeah. deserve to finally get that legally on, on, on Disney+. Plus. You know. I- yeah, I don't. You know, another one I don't see on here is PB and J Otter. <laughs> I like that to be. That's kind of like Disney Junior, though. I don't know if that's. Um, I want all of it, man. Well, I, I take it back all. because uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse is on here. So yeah, they do have some. They have they have some. Wait, now Muppet Babies. Do you think that's the hmm. old one? That's got to be the new one. They There's... don't have the year next to it, so I'm guessing it's the new one. Yeah, because I I don't think they even own. Well, no, I take it back because it was produced by Marvel Studios. So yeah, yeah they do own Muppet Babies. I wonder which Muppet Babies because that's another one that's not available. Yeah, that would be so the great. Simpsons. I, I mean, just the Simpsons alone. Yeah, it's that's just kind of like huge get. It's kind of just thrown in there, just oh yeah, the Simpsons, you know. Oh yeah, 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 the Simpsons. Like, <laughs> like that's not the one of the biggest fucking Seinfeld level shows to get. Right. So they own the Simpsons now. Do they own Bob's Burgers too? No, that's Fox. Wait, shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I wonder why they didn't pull the trigger uh, on. Uh... I don't think Bob's Burgers is produced in. Ha- is it produced in house? I thought it was. I thought because, it was one of those like, fuzzy door. There's a reason why. Uh. NBC could pick up Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Okay. In the meantime, I'm think of anything like it's crazy. Quack Pack is on here. The, yeah, it's 20th Century Fox. Wow. Uh, it's a joint production by Wheelow Productions, Buck and Millie Productions, 20th Century <laughs> Fox, and then it's syndicated through 20th television so they own a portion of it which it would explain why they don't have it right now although at the moment bob's burgers is an exclusive hulu show that's right yeah they own hulu now 
That's so true. you're going to end up, what they're going to end up doing is they're going to fold Hulu into this. Hulu will not exist um, in a couple of years. It'll you know just- what's interesting to me, too, is the fact that they don't own, well, at least they don't want to really acknowledge um, Fraggle Rock. Like, Isn't that HBO? HBO no. is the, it, yeah, HBO basically has aired Fraggle Rock since its inception, and it was yeah. like uh, syndicated after a while, it came on regular TV. But it's still like a Muppet production, it's still a Jim Henson production. <laughs> so I wonder where the rights lie to that. Because, I mean, they, they're they Muppet crazy. Like, they were producing that, that Muppet show that got canceled, um, you know, because he just didn't like the idea. But, yeah, they never talk about the Fraggles, man. No, they don't. No. Man, you know, I don't think I, I could ever watch Even Stevens again. I'm going through this list. Oh, no, it's kind of weird not a show now, I right? Ever I'm worried Buff. about Lizzie McGuire. Like, I'll probably revisit that one, but that's not going to hold up. I'm worried about Lizzie McGuire. That's what I, I the next show should be called. I worried about her both personally and just revisiting. So, is yeah. Hannah Montana on here? Oh, it's got to be. I it's don't see be. Hannah Montana. Handy Manny? No, it's not. That's surprising. <laughs> Handy Montana. I don't see Handy Montana on here either. Yeah. Huh. They've what got all a, the Star Wars. What? There's a movie on here called White Fang. <laughs> the book. Yeah, I'm sure it's not the. Go away. <laughs> uh, X Men '92. Is it the mm. first time that's streaming? No, that was on Netflix years ago. Was it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, I mean, it's all in one place now. We've got all the Spider Mans. We've got Unlimited. Sp- we've got ooh, even Spider Woman from '79. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know what some of these are. Like, or uh, let me rephrase that. I've never seen it. You did know? you ever see the short-lived Silver Surfer cartoon that was on Fox? No, I didn't. Man, it was really bad, but it was really well like animated. It was like so schlocky because everything he said was just with such urgency. I need to get back home to my planet, and I need to defeat Galactus, and I need to get back to my beloved Shalabal. Mm-hmm. And whenever he needed his surfboard, he'd be like, to me, my board. <laughs> it was just a whole Ooh, thing. Bad. It yeah. was a thing. Um, I'm interested to see if they ever bring any of the Fox kids cartoons into the fray, such as, um, I can't see them not putting all of the, unless there's something in truly horrible shape that they don't <laughs> feel like, I don't know, man. I think the like, demand is going to be there. We, we have need Boy some Bobby's world. world. Yeah. We yeah. Need some Bobby's world. Over I think here. those we are streaming some... actually. I think oh. I saw that on Amazon. Oh, cool. We need so some, like, on there now. Dog City, Eek the Cat, all that <laughs> stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, man, there's so much on here. Yeah. I'm curious, like, if you guys, we're going to post the list. Is there something, Fox or Disney, that's what all, what all we can think of off the top of our head. Is there something that you are like, I wanted this thing, and it's not on there yet? We'll go Fox, Disney, Marvel. If, there, if there's right. anything that you feel like they neglected to put on the list, anything that they still left in the vault, what do you want them to extract from the vault? Yeah. Which, by the way, somebody mentioned this online, too. They missed the complete opportunity to just call this the vault. They did. Because <laughs> everything was always going back in they the vault. They wanted that Disney name. They yeah. could have called it Disney's vault, but I guess they just... Mm, the Disney vault. Yes. Finally, a peek inside. No, not the, it's cleaner. Mm. Disney's vault. 
Well, You're welcome, cool. two people who understood that. <laughs> uh, We're getting a golf clap from somebody right now. <laughs> yeah, someone's like, "They said the thing." They said uh, the thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can't. I mean, damn. This is this is a uh, coming out strong. Yeah, I I'm will excited. say that one thing that <laughs> this makes me do between this and the news. Which it's not, we're not really covering it, but Seinfeld is going to be moving to Netflix. Mm-hmm. So it's on Hulu right now, and in 2021, it's going to move to Netflix. And I'm like, this is just, I, I, I've been rewatching Bob Burgers because, like I was talking about earlier, they're like, I need to relax hmm. for a couple minutes. And like, that's a perfect show to just throw like an episode on and like knit for a few minutes and then go back to work. Um, and it makes me just go, I need my DVDs. I need so. my I need my hard copies because <laughs> these companies are driving me nuts. Yeah. Let me ask you this. So what's what's the market for Seinfeld right now? You either watched Seinfeld during the original airing, caught it in um, you know, reruns, or you just don't want to ever see it because people wouldn't stop talking to you about how great a show it is. I <sighs> So, I mean, you, people binge The Office all the time. You know, that's that's a thing. People do that. People do the exact same thing with Seinfeld. I mean, but it's not really... Okay, so maybe it's just not a meme as much. Okay. I mean, obviously, Netflix sees these numbers, and they know people watch it. But yeah. it seems so, like it doesn't have So, it's a five-year deal. It's a five-year okay. deal. Yeah. And it's $500 million. <laughs> that's more than the Friends deal, right? How much was the Friends deal? Which, by the way, I, I'm also curious about the legality of that because Netflix paid an exorbitant amount of money for Friends. We talked about it on the show. That happened like this year. And now Friends is being pulled over to some other service no, besides Netflix. It's, it's not being pulled over before their contract is up. They're not paying for this indefinitely. They are paying for X amount of years. Like okay. Seinfeld, they're paying for, they paid for five, probably five years of Friends. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how all of this works. It's the same with syndication. So, they're so they paying just call it next. Contract. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, they can, just like any contract, they can renew to keep mm-hmm. it on for a while, pay them, whatever, or they can take it back and do what they want with it. Because NBC is doing their own thing, they're going to take it back. Yeah. But if they weren't, then they would be shopping it around and maybe going, maybe Hulu, maybe this and that. Um, <laughs> Friends got $100 million. Okay. Friends got 100 million. Seinfeld got 500 million. Oh, wait. Netflix did that to keep Friends on there. Okay. So I don't know what the original Yeah. was. It was just one of those it was one Someone's of those rolling saying, deals. There's something on here and I don't know how trusted it is, but that yeah. it's 425 million for Friends. Wow. Okay. I mean uh, I I wouldn't trust that though. I would say that it's probably Netflix or, or Seinfeld. See, okay, Seinfeld is the crown jewel. That's that's the um. So Hulu paid for six years. Okay. Um, 130 million for Seinfeld. <laughs> um, that was several years ago, though. I don't know. See, that's not right either. These numbers. I, I remember it was more than that. Okay, it's all but, very but, fuzzy. Look, I don't want to get into the. It's a lot. I, yeah. get, I just get fixated on that stuff. You get me into the numbers part, and I'm like, <laughs> no, 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 that's not this. And they paid a million dollars an episode for Mad Men. So, 
Um, Seinfeld is still considered the greatest sitcom of all time. It is. And, and we talked about that a little bit on our, our favorite, you know, sitcom so, episode and all that. So, and it is a rewatchable show. It is, and both Seinfeld and Friends have that. If you like this show, you can just throw it on anytime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People don't have cable anymore. Um, most people don't have cable anymore. So, like, when they would watch it in reruns, throw it on mm-hmm. the background, now they just do the exact same thing. Like you said, The Office. They just rewatch it, throw it on. Well, I want to clarify a little bit because I'm not really talking about, like, the quality of the show. Like, I'm talking about the longevity. Talking about the value. Of yeah. the longevity of the show because it's been on, it's been off the air forever. It's been, I believe, it's been off the air longer than it was even on the air at this point. I might have talked about this on the show. I don't remember. I might have talked to you about it. Per, probably, I might have been talking to someone else. But um, this actress who was on the show, The OC, mm-hmm. she said that because that show is on Hulu right now, she's got like 15 year olds kind of thing coming up to her <laughs> and being like, oh my God, I just watched that show. Yeah. The show's over 10 years old. Yeah, I think I saw that same article. 2003, so 16 years old. But the point I'm getting to is I think about it like something like Taxi or, you know, MASH or something like that. These aren't sitcoms that I enjoy, but they're loved. They're critically acclaimed. They've been called some of the best TV of all time. But it's like they're getting older. There's only so much HD restoration they can do to these shows. The The jokes are getting outdated. The cultural references are getting outdated. Something like The Office is a little bit more evergreen, in my opinion, because they rarely stepped out of like that environment to address things that are happening, like in society. You know, I think that there are a few shows that transcend the time that they're in, or they perfectly encapsulate the time that they're in and are therefore like still relevant somehow and valuable. Yeah. So to me, Mash, even though it's great and all this and that, it doesn't age well. It doesn't hold up. Mm-hmm. Um, a show like Cheers, yeah, it holds up. It's it was indicative universal. of time. Yeah, but not it also- only that, it, it doesn't matter if even it was it was of its time. It, mm-hmm. It's the jokes are still solid. The chemistry is still solid. All of that. Seinfeld is the same way. Um, friends is the same way, even though people would want to disagree with that. No, you can turn the whole point is you can turn on the show, not think and laugh. Yeah. And enjoy the characters. Whether you like the show or not is not the debate. So that is the feeling that a lot of people have with all of these shows, The Office as well. Mm-hmm. So the argument what was the other one you mentioned? Um, Wings. That one's not as big. Like there are shows no, no, that are taxi. pretty big like taxis. <laughs> like Wings, when did we talk about that? Because Man, that was like ah, just, taxi wings, whatever the fuck. That was like uh, Nyquil to me, man. I just couldn't watch the wings. The show transportation. I don't oh know. Oh my god. The, the most uh, interesting thing about that show is that like the guy who was on there voiced Superman. Like that's the most interesting thing about it to me. The best, I would say, the best example of a show that holds up. Like, oh, sorry, I was like stopping for a second because I was like, what is that loud noise? And I, I just like popped off my headphone and it's pouring down rain outside. Oh, That's what I'm that like- <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Uh, okay. Florida weather. Anyway. So the show that I would say is almost as good now as it was then. And, but is also dated. It's just a very, it's very weird is all in the family. Okay. Hmm. Um, 
But like, so, so it's weird. Some of these shows, they still work. Yeah. And they have that value. And some of them are, well, whatever. They're just thrown in with like a bunch of other ones. But a a Simpsons, you know, like I I. I it's weird to me almost it, this is what's interesting it's almost weird to me that i would have to explain the value of seinfeld hmm. like there's there's no question in my mind that it's huge that they right. got Seinfeld. it's right. huge um they're like friends the office these shows people want to watch them 20 billion times okay and then these street and we've talked about this where people are buying Netflix to watch these fucking shows over and over again. And that doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, buy the DVDs. Like, become a bunker person. It's fun. <laughs> I, I just I mean, don't get it. Like, seriously, I don't get the freaking out over a thing leaving. Unless that thing is not available elsewhere. Well, it's a convenience thing, too. It's just, you know, I understand your point. You've made it about wanting to have physical copies of things. I totally get you. But there's also value, I think, in being able to just turn on a service and not have to get up and put in a DVD and make sure it stays clean and not scratched and make sure that the packaging stays, you know, accessible, make sure that you don't lose it when you move, you know, that sort of thing. It, it, there's pros and cons to both. But having all of your favorite shows on one service is just a matter of convenience. I understand that. For the now. now I, I also you know. say that if if you're having problems on that level of all of the things that you mentioned, you need to get some shit together. Oh, come <laughs> on, dude. Argument. You know what? <laughs> I've got I, a whole shelf of DVDs like sitting my over here. My brother is like this, where he just leaves a fucking DVD or the game or whatever outside of the case. And I'm what like, no, you Look. monster. Take okay. care of your shit. Take anyway, care. you're going down this path. Let's not do that. I'm just saying it's easy for someone to have all of that shit in front of you. You push a button instead of having to get up and take something out of a case. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I understand the convenience. Like, I do. I, I'm not saying it's not nice to have those things, but I, I just don't get it on the level of like this is the only show i watch on there or whatever people mm -hmm. all, about the office in particular like it just seems like jesus christ like if that's all you're watching on there then just buy the set why are you wasting m money every month i don't know it's it, it's the, akin the, to having a console right in the, in the most classic sense of the, of the console wars, where there's certain games that you like on one platform. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. and there's certain games you can only play on the other. So it's like, if I pay for Netflix, yeah, nine bucks a month or however much it is in your area, it's like, okay, I can have all these movies, this, these exclusive shows, and I get to scratch that nostalgia itch all for the same price. I don't have to worry about, you know, storage and all that shit. Yeah. But then they start shuffling them around. That's what I'm saying. Okay, that's that's kind of the point that I'm making, though, is that we're not at that point where we were a couple of years ago where, like, Netflix truly has, like, man, look at all these cool movies. Look at these, mm -hmm. like, all these shows that I love. And, like, there's only Netflix, and then Hulu was kind of popping up, 
Yeah. And Amazon had a thing, but like no one knew, like was like, what? Amazon has that? What? Now look at how like we've made this the standard. Like Peacock or whatever the fuck NBC's thing is. Come on. Like, are you really just going to subscribe to NBC? Right. I, I just, or CBS All Access or. Exactly. I just, I don't like this business model. And it makes me dig in further to the bunker person. Well, see, you're doing that. And what that makes sense to you as a responsible consumer. What's going to make sense, unfortunately, to people who aren't as altruistic as you (laughs) is piracy. I was going to say, are they going to go back to cable? (laughs) Can you imagine that? You know, wait a minute. I pay one fee. A month and I get to see all this stuff. It may not be all what I want I it to be like on, that but someone might have done that, and I might have seen where they're like, "What if we?" Oh no, it wasn't that. It wasn't cable. It was, <laughs> it was someone was like, "Hey man, what if you had like an app where you could get like movies and like books and <laughs> music and stuff, but it was completely free." And someone was like, you just invented a library, you dish it. No, no, no. It's different. No, it's not not a library. Like, cool. Like, it's an app. Libraries have apps. They do. You invented a library. Congratulations. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we are, as a society, really shooting ourselves in the foot by not supporting our libraries. You know, that that, chair thing on Twitter, by the way? The chair thing. This, it's a thing that people wear and they can sit down anywhere. Oh. And it like goes in their butt. Unfortunately, I think it's named Lex, but (laughs) I'm not even joking. I think that's the actual name of the product. But like you, it's like a thing you wear and then you can, you have a chair anywhere, which for people with disabilities is probably a game changer and amazing. And I love it for that reason. But for everyone who's able bodied, this is like, this is the, you know, the last few scenes in Wally. Like this is how we get to that point. What do you I would hope that more people than you come to that conclusion and, you know, do a quick, you know, self-examination like shit. No, I don't want to get there. That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> like, I don't want to I don't want to be in need of one of those things. It's, a, it's yeah. a convenient factor. Yeah, it's great. You know, whatever. But just don't don't get that. If you can prevent it, don't get that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's don't that's do been that. my. Don't do that. That's our PSA for this yeah. <laughs> for this wonderful day of ours. Don't do that. I really if you can don't avoid like it. the name of the NBC streaming thing. No, Either. Peacock. Like I understand it's a Peacock. I un- I know that. Yeah, I've I've watched Thirty Rock. I get the jokes. <laughs> well, they've they've all been. Yeah, NBC has always been just very self congratulating about their shit. You know. Yeah. I don't know. They just seem like they just kind of have that. Unless they bring back great news. And they're like, yep, we're doing great news again, guys. I'm out. <laughs> you do that and then I'll come over. Yeah. So one of the, one of the things they're, um, they're touting now is, uh, remember tout? Uh, one of the things they're touting now is, uh, an S, uh, not SNL. We're going to talk about that in a moment. <laughs> the, uh, Save by the Bell reboot. And I just want to read yeah. this description to people so they know exactly what we're talking about here. First of all, it's going to happen. They, the stars have already signed on and they are, uh, going to at least get a season of this. It's in production. If not now, then soon. So I sent this message to D the other day and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> this is actually happening. Cause she was like, I'd watch that. And I'm like, uh, no, uh, please don't really? say that. That's not please. a good idea, but okay. Please don't say that. So the description is, and I was just wasting time so I can get to it. Oh, it's okay. Log line. 
When California Governor Zach Morris gets into hot water for closing too many low-income high schools... Stop. Pause. Look. Turn the camera. Who the <laughs> fuck made him governor? Did you just pull a Zach Morris on Zach Morris? Yeah, a little Amazing. shit. Time out. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so they elected um, Arnold Schwarzenegger at one point. And yeah. he I, doesn't have uh, time manipulation powers, so they're already ahead of the game right there. California's out here leaving their fucking DVDs out of the case. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Governor Zach Morris proposes they send affected students to the highest performing schools in the state, including Bayside High. The influx of new students gives the overprivileged Bayside kids a much needed and hilarious dose of reality. So it's saved by the bell, kids, but it's woke. Uh, and so far. Uh, and, and it's Jesse and Slater, right? Um, Mario Lopez and Elizabeth Berkeley have signed so on. Clearly, yes. she's going to be the principal. Yeah. Because that's what Jesse was. Like, she was the principal. She was the responsible teacher. one. Yeah. In most and then cases. he's going to be like a gym teacher and they're, oh, yeah, they're absolutely. married or something. Yeah. They're going to be, you know, married and Zach will show up every now and then, like on special days. Because, you know, what, what governor would be hanging out at a high school anyway? That's pathetic. One that should not be allowed within like 10 miles of a school. <laughs> Do you think Kelly Kapowski is going to show up? Yeah, they all will. Yeah, except for Lisa. Why? What'd she do? I don't know enough about it exactly to really speak on it, but she's had a uh, tumultuous life. Oh, Um, unfortunate. Yeah, I'm going to look it up and we'll post a link to it and everything. Yeah, we don't need to get into that. Respectfully. I don't need to get into it, but yeah, yeah, she's kind of detached from the whole acting thing now. But pretty much everyone's going to be on the show again. Yeah. I don't care, man. I have no interest in even revisiting Saved by the Bell. Like, that is a show that's just, it existed at a certain time. I watched yeah. it. I was, like, super invested in Zach and uh, Kelly or whatever. Yeah. And then I watched it, and I'm like, okay, now I'm done. I feel like they milked it for all it's worth already. We had Saved by the Bell, the new class. Saved by the Bell, the college years. Uh, the Hawaiian wedding. We all had, garbage. um, what? All garbage. All, you know, varying degrees of, but yeah, pretty much. I don't know about the new class. I don't know anything about that. I didn't. Mm, I think I watched a few episodes of that. I can't lie. <laughs> it okay. was okay. <laughs> you're, like, you're like drinking the thing in that meme where you're like, mm, uh, mm, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm that, I'm that lady in that meme. Yeah. <laughs> it was okay. Um, And then they had like all these different, you know, sound alike type shows where it was like, yeah. oh, it's another high school, but all these kids play basketball. You know, yeah, just just repetitive just, shit. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I don't know if you want to watch a show that's like, I think doing the thing that they would want to try to do with this reboot. Just watch Schooled. It's from the people that made the Goldbergs. It's on ABC. They've uh, got a season out. It's all on Hulu, and oh, not exclusively on Hulu, but that's where it's streaming. <laughs> it's like on ABC, and it's just nineties. Like, they did the Goldbergs in the 80s. This show's in the 90s, and it's just teachers at a school in the 90s. It's fun and funny, and it's good. Like, I I just, I don't know. I'm like, eh, I've already got something that would, even if I was like, I want to somehow revisit some 90s feel of, like, a school with kids and teachers and everything like that, uh, it wouldn't be saved by the bell. But Mm. I'm sure, I I mean, I saw a lot of people getting excited about this. Yeah, what... 
You want to hear something weird? One of the other things that they're pulling from Mothballs, Punky Brewster. I never watched that. I've never. I used to love that show. I don't care. I loved Punky Brewster. I loved the cartoon spinoff of Punky Brewster called It's Punky Brewster, where she had some type of magical koala that floated around and followed her and went on magical adventures with her. Sure. Who doesn't? Yeah. I I don't want to say I had a crush on Soleil Moon Fry, even though she was age appropriate for me at the time. But I don't know, man. It was just something that me and my cousins watched. It was a, it was a fun show. That's not weird to say, dude. Okay. We've well, been over this. I don't think that's weird. If you were like, I have a crush on her now, but like as an adult man and a crush on a child, then I'd be like, red flag. Yeah, but, no, I just, I like know. to clarify that sometimes just yeah. because, oh, you know, I understand the clarification. I'm trying to save listeners the math. Like, no, no, it's cool. It's cool, man. I had it's childhood right. crush on her. It's like when I'm like, guys, I really had childhood crush on like Simba and the Lion King. Then you're like, okay, yeah, that's appropriate. Then not appropriate. Now, now right. I can be into adult Simba. And it's yeah. a, and I am. But like <laughs> but, but Simba, not cool anymore. You Lion have King. to draw the line. There's, you have to draw the line. And here's, here's the line. You don't you don't cross it. So yeah. You missed my terrible punch, so I'm gonna repeat it. You have to draw the lion. Mm. Yep, there it is. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, NBC. What are they doing? <laughs> Trying to make us pay more. Yeah, and I'm not doing it. Nope, I'm Fine out. It. I was even, I mean, you, we had plenty of back and forth about Disney where I was like, nah, nah, they're no. not selling me yet. No, Disney's and- exciting. And we haven't even, we didn't even, in that conversation we just had, we didn't discuss anything of their original stuff, but all no, of that stuff is exciting too. But, like, I felt like we covered what we needed to in that. And and the thing about Disney is it, it does help that we bought into it together. Like yeah. so I was yeah. like, okay. So it ends up being like the deal that we got with the three year deal or whatever. And it ends up being like a couple bucks a month and then it's half <laughs> of that because we just went splitsies on it. So Yeah. You know. We good. Yeah. yeah I, I feel like for what we got out of Disney, at least for this initial one, it's a good deal. Yes. But these other ones and think about it. We're locked in for three years, so... It's so nice to know. Yeah. I mean, because it's only going to get better. It's Disney. They're not going to just give up, no. you know? No. It's right. it's going to be successful, for right. sure. They're, gonna, they're not going to lose any of these properties, so the streaming will be consistent, you know? There's no way Disney's going to go, oh, yeah, we decided to sell off Fox. No. They, they worked hard to get this. They're going to keep that at least out of spite. Yeah. So I'm not worried about that. I so, wonder how much they do out of spite. I bet it's a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, most it's fine. Most big companies do operate on a spite basis, you know, on a spite scale, a sliding spite, spite scale. Spite by spite basis. Yes. <laughs> spite by spite basis. Um. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. But we talked briefly about what NBC is doing and their ridiculousness. Yeah. And NBC actually, this is. I am, I will say, I am shocked at the outcome of this whole thing. So it all played, uh, are we talking about SNL? Did I yeah, we're going to talk about this, this okay. remote that so, got hired okay. for SNL. So <laughs> SNL, I'm shocked that they, so the, you guys have heard about it by now. 
SNL hired on three new cast members. That's a typical number of like a new year. They bring in the new, that's the featuring, you know, at the end of the credits where it's like featuring yeah. this person. And then if they do well enough in a couple of years or maybe the next year, maybe the year after, usually it's like one to two years, they get bumped up to a full cast member if they survive. Mm-hmm. It's like a I'm very tough that, gig. They usually I'm hoping don't. that Ego Odom gets promoted because she's great. I think she's very yeah. funny. So we'll see what happens. But SNL is a whole different thing. There are plenty of really funny people that never work well on SNL for whatever reason. There's a lot of factors involved with it. It's a very competitive environment. It's really tough. So they hired three people. Um, One of these guys had podcasts. And I don't think any of it was stand-up routines. It was all podcasts, right? That's all I saw. It was just two white guy conversation podcasts. Well, not all of them. Some of them right. were five if, white guys. Some of them were doing, three white guys. If you're doing just white guys podcasts, look, I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I'm saying you need to be aware <laughs> and maybe invite some other people on it or whatever. Yeah. Or, maybe I don't, spice or, it up or a little just, bit. Or just if you're going to do two white guys podcasts, that is fine. Don't be a fucking idiot. Right. Don't be an idiot. So they they were these weren't even jokes, man. Because when I first heard like the story breaking, I was like, let me watch the video because we've talked about this in the past. I don't always agree with the coming after the comedian for a joke thing. Right. That being said, they were not joking. It was not funny. It didn't work at all. It was crazy to me. I I felt like I was like hallucinating this. Yeah. I could not believe it that they would put that out there. They listened to that and put it out there. <laughs> That's what I was saying when the news came out. It like was they the had to. Day. Yeah, and it was up until they got in trouble. Then they quickly took it down. Yeah. Yeah, and I should I should clarify they took down the video of it. Yes. So not, not the audio. Oh really? They didn't pull the audio? That's so they didn't pull their podcast files. No, it's still on there. Dumb. If you want to wade through all that bullshit, don't do that. Don't give them the listen. I'm sure they're going to have a no. huge base now. But well, that that actually, and that's interesting. That's one thing I wanted to talk to you about because that harkens back to our conversation about um, Howard Stern and how he okay, was able so real to. Quick, yeah. SNL hired this guy and then ended up firing him. Mm-hmm. And I think, and some some other people have said this too on Twitter or whatever, but I agree with this idea that they fired they actually fired him because he fucked up so poorly with his non apology. He did not apologize. <laughs> he was not apologetic. He didn't right. seem to give a shit. No. And I think that had he apologized and it seemed sincere, whether we like it or not, he probably would still be on the show. But he's yeah. they fired him, which is shocking. I don't know if they've ever done that before. Well, fired someone or something like that. They're not. Lauren's not that kind of guy, for better or worse. Yeah. They usually stick to it, and yeah. So anyway, go ahead about controversial and everything. Yeah. So it's it's really not a matter of just what he said or did uh, or anything like that. It's a matter of his supporters, his backers, and the way that they're interpreting this, the way that they're reacting to this, is indicative of the type of you know, fan that he has because every single post about this on Twitter that I saw had somebody pop up and just say the most off kilter racist shit that you could ever imagine. 
you know, yeah. just like, oh, yeah. And it always started from a point of, uh, from, a, from a position of, oh, yeah, typical liberal PC culture, cancel culture, just all the all the little like bullet points that they go through when they start criticizing somebody that has a different opinion than they do. They can't do it without the diatribe. And that's what sucks. It's like, if you want to have a conversation about this, let's talk. But you want to do hot yeah. takes. That's a completely different because thing. Because I think you, that's, I actually think that's a good conversation to have. I think, I think so that's too. a valid conversation. I think we need to be asking those questions. I don't like when people go, no, you should just automatically do X, Y, and Z. No, fuck that. We're going to have conversations, but both sides have to be open to it. <laughs> it's not cool when they're not yeah. open to it. Right. And I think it's important to have conversations. I think that it's, it's more difficult and I haven't really seen many uh, reviewers that can do this appropriately. But when you start reviewing stand up, when you start writing articles about you know, what you liked and what you didn't like about a certain uh, comedian. I'm not sure it's possible. <laughs> yeah, because it's all very, it's a personal experience in a way. You very know? subjective. Yeah, Yeah, very subjective. And of course, and I would, I would argue this for any comedian, that if you take jokes out of context, uh-huh. or you're not seeing the delivery, and you're just reading it in text, yes. it can be taken a completely different way. So that that's an, what I thought this was until I actually watched the video. I was going to say, that is in no way making an excuse for this guy. It's in right. no way absolving him because, yeah, the shit that he said was rotten. And you know what? He needed to be called out for it. But, yeah, yeah I mean, just, just reading stuff like that, you're going to take it in a very different way than if you actually hear it. But, yeah, hearing it, too, it was almost worse. <laughs> you know? I, I don't know about this idea that, that Lauren wanted to hire him because of he, he he, to his appeal, to conservatives. appeal to conservatives. Right. I don't think Lauren gives a shit about that. Well, I mean, then I feel like it, it... Okay, so the conspiracy theorist in me wants to say that this was almost a stunt, in a way. Okay, now that talking. I would believe, over, over him wanting to actually bring conservatives in. If he did yeah. this as a stunt, knowing that this guy, they'd have to fire this guy and it'd be a whole thing... I'd buy that. Yeah. And I mean, it it worked out well for him, too. Okay, Lauren is smart, but he also, like like I said, better, for better or worse, he's intelligent and he knows funny. And the problem with a lot of conservative comedy, this is just the fucking truth. It's like, you know, Christian comics or whatever. They're not funny. A lot of them aren't funny. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like a lot of Christian music is not good. There is good stuff peppered in there, of course. Jim Gaffigan is one of the funniest dudes in the world. Not a Christian comic, but he's a clean comic. He's not even conservative. He's a apol- he's kind of apolitical, but he's one of the funniest dudes in the world. But he's a clean comic. He pulls it off. But for him, like there's one Jim Gaffigan, and then there's hundreds of dummies that can't pull it off. So I don't think that's an audience that he's like that. Lauren is like craving. Like I right. need to get the conservative every man. <laughs> Like, and it would be I, a complete 180 from what they've been doing. Right. That's you know? never been their, their thing. They've right. always been, you know, about, it's always been about funny for better. It's or always been so, about funny. You know, he was funny, I guess. I don't know. I'm it's not always funny. been about punching up, you know, it's, it's He's always got, been about. Uh, that, that guy's got a ne- uh, Netflix special, right? Oh, uh, oh. This Shane Gillis, that guy? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I don't know. Like I before this, know. I mean. Yeah, like I didn't even. One in. 
Yeah. I didn't even care to look. But you mentioned something earlier in the conversation. You said that um, nobody really has ever gotten fired from SNL before, but that's no, no, not no. true. That's not what I'm – okay, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to say um, Damon Wayans famously got fired uh, because he he played a, a, a police officer character in, mm-hmm. a, in a sketch. Uh, he played him as straight during dress rehearsal and then played him as flamboyantly gay during the live broadcast. I, I didn't mean that no okay, let me rephrase this. I did Maybe not I misheard this way. I did not mean that no one has been fired from SL. Of course people like yeah, there are there are crazy stories about that. the the point that I was making was I don't think that they have caved to pressure of this person is problematic. And the the first thing that I was talking about was I I don't think anyone's been fired before they even went on the show. That's the point that I was making. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, okay. like this is this is this feels unprecedented in multiple ways. <laughs> in the sense of like they're usually because remember um, Melissa Villasenor, who's on there now, like who's popular. She had a lot of tweets that were really not good, that were right. very controversial, and there were some people calling for her to be fired from that show. But they stuck to it and they kept her. So it's it's interesting that they did this. Um, that makes me lean more towards, if anything, the the conspiracy part that you're talking about. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 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 one idea. But ultimately, taking this whole thing at face value, they did what they had to do. Um, because it's it's not okay. And one thing that we've left out of this. It's not only because of the uh, the content of his comedy. I mean, you could make an argument it's like you said. It's the content of his character. It's the <laughs> it's the content of his comedy in proximity to this other hire that got them the the headline anyway. So yeah. the way that this whole thing even started. Oh my god, he's so funny. Oh my god, the, have the you this have you thing, gone on his Twitter, Bodie? Oh god, what's his last name? I don't know his last name. Damn it. No, and you know what? That's sad because I know the Shane Gillis guy's name. I don't. And... I didn't know his name either, so that's my. Okay. <laughs> 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 uh-huh. Uh-huh. But SNL hired their first uh, Asian American um, male cast, or well, I should say Chinese American uh, cast member, um, because many people have pointed out that you know um, what's his name, the guy who was in. Um, yeah, this is terrible radio. I'm going to stop that right now. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know either. I'm done. Okay. That's it. <laughs> okay. Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider is is a, is a mixed race background. Oh, is he? I didn't yeah. know that. I thought, yeah. I mean, I thought he was just like Jewish. In the Schneider? <laughs> the, the Schneider made you believe. Yeah. Um, no, he's, um. oh my goodness, he's part Filipino. That's what oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Oh so, man, I forgot about all of the cuz I'm trying to find the name of the other person and I and I just forgot about all of the homophobic stuff too that this yeah. guy was saying. Right. This guy's a real piece of work. So they they hired their first Chinese American uh cast member and he's also gay. And so all the shit that they were pulling from this guy's podcast, which again, like you said before, wasn't really reading as jokes. They were just coming through as like just conversation. It was so weird. It was yeah. so weird. And it yeah. wasn't like, I, I try to kind of go, okay, put a laugh track behind this. Like, like put it in front of an audience. Would this work? 
Because sometimes I've heard things on podcasts or whatever, and I'm like, ooh, I don't know about that. And then I kind of put myself in the position, would they say this in front of a room? Right. Maybe amped up a little bit, but like, would they? And a lot of times you go, oh, yeah, like that does, that is, even though it didn't hit you right, because comedy is so subjective, it's mm-hmm. still funny, even if you don't think it's funny. But his, that what he was saying was not. It was super weird. And I feel like the, Unfortunately, there have been male comedians who have defended, even male comedians that I respect, which is whatever. Um, they they're defending him, and and I'm like, I I feel like they didn't even listen to it. Hmm. Like I feel like they didn't even really look at what he was doing. They just assume that <laughs> yeah, it's another white that. male comic being canceled. Quote unquote. They're used to they're used to the whole idea of oh this guy said something that was you know in a stand up special but because if you look at the majority of people out there that like and Twitter is not reality but if you look at like within this sphere of comedians and um, there was one guy who he's been a reporter for SNL for years like so he covers for a magazine or whatever and he he's like I don't talk about this stuff but this man should be fired. Like he does, he's never broken that like that barrier of what yeah. you know of like adding his own personal opinions on X, Y, and Z, other than like just reporting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was like, "No, like this this is wrong. This guy needs to be fired." Um, and then there were a lot of female comedians and comedians of color who were and female comedians of color who were talking about like. This is the bullshit of this world. There's a lot of problems um, within that community, just like everywhere else. I don't, I mean, a part of me wonders if it would have been better to keep him on. Mm. And I'm not saying I want him on there. I'm saying I think he would have failed miserably. And it would have been like, "Ah, fuck you. But now it makes him look like a martyr. Yeah, but he, he would have been a writer been too. So I mean, oh, you know, was he a it would have been. Was he hired as both? Well, they all they all basically do that, from what I understand. They all have like Depends. stake in the writing process. Yeah, they can. Like they all are a part of that. But I, I mean, I think that he's hired as a cast member. That means he's going to be on it. And if he doesn't work on the show, I don't think he would have stuck around. I, I, I think that's probably very rare. Gotcha. Um. <clears throat> And I want to give this guy his due too. Bowen Yang is the uh, mm-hmm. cast member we were talking about earlier, okay. and Bo- uh, you were saying he's got some funny stuff out there to did check I, out. Bo- so. What did I call him? Uh, yeah, I think you called him Bowie. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't great. But hey, you know it could have been a lot worse. But you know what? You're not a trash person, so it wasn't. Yeah, I didn't go. Uh, I didn't try with the last name because that would have been a bad idea. <laughs> See right there, and there was an open. How, okay, we've talked about this before. I don't think we've yeah. talked about this on the podcast, but I, I remember specifically messaging you about this, and I don't understand it. So, I don't understand why it's so difficult for people to wake up and to just not be racist. You don't even have yeah. to be anti-racist, like actively fighting racism. You should be, but like, let's say you're not. How hard is it to wake up? And to not be racist. I do it every day. Like, well, you know what? Or I try to. <laughs> like, I do up. my best. You do it every day. You this is a do? very, very distant, very distant equivalency. And I don't yeah. want people to think that I'm comparing it to this at all. Is it putting on pants? Because I don't do that every day. Not that. It's the fact that 
the whole my wife thing from Borat is still part of the zeitgeist, and I don't fucking understand it at all. It's like somebody's having a conversation. Okay, so racism is basically people trying to be funny at the expense of another human being. You know, whether it's something that is a stereotype in a positive way, like, you know, I'll, I'll just say this example, and that's the last example I'll use. Black people are good at basketball. Or... Something derogatory, which a black I person don't. said it, guys. We got him. We got. <laughs> him. We got him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I tell you what, I'm bucking the trend because I throw oh, that okay, victory basketball. banner. We got him, boys. We got him. No, but you know, it's like it's all hack. It's all terrible. And any comedian worth their salt doesn't need to go there with those tired ass jokes that every every just red blooded man in the 1950s was saying back then. What's like, so funny no... is you said my wife and my brain went, that's my wife. Yeah. Like, that see? is the replacement in my mind of like, <laughs> that's what I think of now. So, And that's a worthy replacement. Yeah. But, eventually but sooner or later, that's going to get tired. That's going to get tired too. Sure. But yeah. the whole, what, what I'm getting at though is the, the, the comparison that I'm making here is that the whole my wife joke is so lame. Mm-hmm. It's played out. It was done by the time the Borat movie came out. Fuck, I wish people I was still... right now. I would be I would be posting left and right on Instagram. Oh my, my wife. Just to make you mad. That would be my that would be just I'd just be feeding off that forever. Anyway. But the great thing about it is I felt this way and I was annoyed by it even before the whole bit on Bob's burgers. So that was just another uh yeah. reaffirmation of that show is for me, you know. Um but it's just Wait, what? Yeah, Wait. they referenced it when when Bob was thinking no, about how awful it would be. I'm talking about that. I'm talking okay. about, did you just say Bob's Burgers is not for you? No, I said it is for me. Oh, it was a reaffirmation oh that it God. is for me. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I got scared. Oh, my God. I got scared. Friendship that, over. I, seriously, it would have been <laughs> dumb. Canceled. Because, because that is... That show is so wholesome that I think if you don't like Bob's Burgers, something is fucking <laughs> wrong with you. It's almost like a test where you, you know how they have the psychopath test where it's yeah. like if you sneeze it's, or yawn, um, it's yawning. If you yawn and someone else doesn't yawn, like you should be frightened of them because they might murder you. It's that but with Bob's Burgers. Like if someone doesn't like Bob's Burgers, that means they're not yawning. Run away. You're in danger. Look, what I'm saying is, is that. Okay, so you have to have a conversation with somebody if you find out they're not a fan of Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. Yeah. I can understand, you know, everything's not for everybody. Or it might hit you at the wrong time. I get you. But if it's just, you know, you don't find it funny, come on. There's a lot worse stuff Girl, out there. Girl, you're in danger. Get out. <laughs> get out. Girl, that's the booty hole. Run away. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> that's a terrible meme. I'm sorry. I won't yeah. repeat it again. I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a, it's such a weird. I, I, so I don't think he would have survived. Um, yeah, it feels like he's that, always the, had the this other kind two of people like that are on this season might not survive. Like I said, plenty of talented people have not survived that show. Yeah. Um. That's true. I mean, they got rid of Chris but, Rock. You know. But typically. Not always, but typically, if they do survive, they are also talented. Like that, that yeah. it's that weird thing of like, okay, hacky people might get hired, but they don't <laughs> survive it. Yeah, usually. Um, but if it's you know someone great 
could get hired. And then it just they, they, their comedy doesn't click with the show. The show's competitive nature doesn't click with them. Whatever. There's a lot of factors involved with it. But I just feel like it's not for it, everybody. Staying on it is like a shitty comic or whatever. Like ah, uh, that's that's tough. Yeah, I don't think Even it's a good metric you anymore. Don't like, like yeah. you can see why they're still on there sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, once upon a time, it was a metric to see. You know, it was a measuring stick to see just how God people were really enjoying shitting on SNL. Oh, they were. But I'm I talking about not, during like I was not the fun with that. That was I, that that really was like damn. You're, yeah, but I'm not talking it didn't about make any that. sense. I'm, okay, I know, but I'm just yeah. real quick just. Because I forgot. Just sitting on my topic, it's fine. It's no, 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 no. People, <laughs> what was interesting to me was they were so excited about Yang getting on there. Uh huh. And then when this other guy went on there, they were like, "SNL shit anyway." And I was like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait." <laughs> I don't think we can have it both ways here, people. Yeah, yeah. There was That's a lot of hypocrisy part, happening but... there. No, it's yeah. Just to 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 agree with your point. Yeah, it's basically it sucked because the people who were the conservatives speaking up for whatever the fuck dude's name is, um, they were the ones that are like, yeah, yes, they were the ones that were saying that it hasn't been funny for years anyway. They were the ones that were like, oh, SNL sucks anyway. I wasn't going to watch it. So I guess it's a good thing he left. It's like, why the fuck? Why do you care? Why are you speaking up again? But I also saw people saying the same shit in response to him being hired in the first place. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. It's just people who who wouldn't watch the show anyway. Yeah, it's weird. And we've talked about this. I'm religious with watching that show. I'm excited. I can't wait for it to come back. I get excited for it to come back every year. Yeah. I've watched it. Basically every year of my life, as long as I can remember. I don't remember a time when SNL wasn't in my life. I want to see if Eddie Murphy is going to be funny when he comes host uh, this season. He's That's what I'm looking funny. forward to. Yes. I mean, he got to right? I mean, he had to have a talk with Lauren, like, sorry about that shit for the 40th anniversary. Yep. I'm going to be Eddie Murphy when I show up this time. Yeah. That's that's what I'm hoping for. I think he had some growth to do, some like introspection stuff. Which, you know, being his age, that's pretty dope that he's able to do that. Yeah, it's awesome. It's great. Yeah. I'm happy for him. I, I, so, I'm happy he's reached that place. Yeah. So what I was saying with the whole thing, um, oh man, I lost that point completely. I'm so it's sorry. Gone. It's but, fine. We'll move on to something else. People will call me out on that shit. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it was a wild wife? weekend. Was it that? I don't no, know. no, no. But it's, it was a wild weekend. I mean. Yeah, the statement yeah. that came out, Lauren, Lauren's representative, because it wasn't Lauren, uh, yeah, said that he had that. to really consider it and think about and just weigh his options and all that sort of thing. Which I like. I, I look. I, not everyone will agree with me on this. I like that he actually took the time to yeah. think it over. I do not think a decision like that should be done at the drop of a hat. I don't. I. I mean. I'm not saying that he should have considered keeping him or whatever. Like, I think that they made the right call here. But I'm kind of glad he's not on Twitter because that would kind of take some of the mystique out of it. You I know, agree. seeing yeah, the man behind the curtain. But <laughs> the, this this core thing of like, uh, I I think we should think it over. Like, I, I I you know, if anything, to make it feel like a fair decision when it's all said and done. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't yeah. know. 
So I guess we'll some people might there. disagree with me on that. I'm, I'm very curious to hear what the defense would be of instantly doing something versus giving it a couple days. But you know, I mean, you know what? I I, I can understand that trepidation about um, you know taking what he said at face value, but the idea that he was thoughtful or the whoever wrote that statement was thoughtful enough to put in there like, yeah, okay, we heard you. We wanted to really give it a moment to really sit, you know, and just kind of like uh, sink in versus making a knee jerk reaction. I think that gave it credibility. Yeah, I agree. You know, I, because I yeah, anybody can just go, oh, this dude did this. Well, he's gone, you know? Yeah. It, it, the, the ring's hollow. Because like, it's like, well, talking about Eddie Murphy grows because he's introspective or whatever. Like, why is it not the same thing in this situation of like, <laughs> maybe Lauren at first, his knee jerk reaction was, no, fuck those people. I hire who I yeah. hire. Maybe that yeah. was his original call. That wasn't the right call. Maybe his original call was so. fire the kid. That wasn't the right call either because he needed to sit with it for a little while. Right. Because, I mean, to, yeah, Michael Che does some shitty shit online, too. <laughs> Yeah, he, does. <laughs> he says a lot of bullshit online, and he does come for people that he really Canadians needs to are like. really broken people. If you haven't <laughs> figured that out yet, yeah, because yeah. they're tapped into that shit that's in all of us. They're just very tapped into it. That's why jokes are funny to you, like because they see the thing that you've seen your whole life, but you just couldn't articulate it, or maybe right. you didn't see it, but it was in the corner of your eye. Right. So that's what makes a great comedian great. Uh, but the issue is, is that they're also tapped into that thing that you don't want to look at in the corner of your eye. And sometimes that result can be, oh boy, why are you doing that thing? Right. So the, the moral of the story here is be an outgoing, adventurous comedian. Just don't be racist. Yeah. And I thought Michael Che was going to be fired for some of the stuff he did a while back. He yeah. Was, so, I mean, there there have been plenty of times where I've been like, this person's getting fired, and it didn't happen. So I was genuinely shocked when they announced that they were firing this guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is going to be interesting, to say the least, this next season coming up. So yeah. we'll see how it goes. Anyway, enough about this Psych. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> um, graphic, no, wait. Do we do Wall of Weird? You want to do Wall of Weird first or Graphic Novel? We kind of talked about Graphic Novel Challenge at the top. We did. We did say yeah. that. How yeah, because you're you're still in Y Land. I'm still in Ghostbusters Land. I, I'm just going to be completely uh, transparent about it. I've been reading the uh, IDW Ghostbusters books, and that's kind of yeah. why I started talking about like hardcovers and stuff yeah, like yeah, that and deals earlier. Hunting it. I, oh man, like. Yeah, I've, I feel like I've talked about this every episode. Yeah, I'm not yeah you've talked that. about it numerous times. Yeah, because it still frustrates me, man. Okay, so something that did happen this week, I had a conversation with somebody on Biblio.com, and it was a seller. Um, you know, and I'm like, okay, look, let's, let's just be honest here. Like, this book was $50 MSRP when it came out. You guys are asking for $1,000. That's a little ridiculous, right? I mean, I understand it's, you know, it's a book. It's a highly sought-after book, but... These stories are still in publication. I just want them all under one cover. It's not even anything exclusive. Can you knock this down to a reasonable price? They knocked it down to two thirty. <laughs> so I mean, that's a pretty big percentage. But it is. What was it? What was the MRSRP? Uh, fifty bucks. 50? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I cannot validate that purchase, and I told no. them as much too. I'm like, this is gonna be, 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Wall of Weird. Yes, Wall of Weird. I will say that this story that I have for Wall of Weird this week, um, it's opb.org and it's by Anna King. Mm. So this, I'm not going to read this one verbatim. I'm just going to talk about it a little bit because, first of all, it's I, I can't really do it a lot of justice because <laughs> it's it's just an interesting story that she's crafted here. Okay. Um, I, I really liked her style of writing, and I thought it was a great job. But uh, you got to hit us with that headline. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm going to talk about it. I'm just saying that I'm not going to like read it as much as I normally read these stories, and I am going to preface it with saying that this is one that I do think you should read. Like, okay. In addition to getting the gist of it from our show, like this is this is definitely weird. Okay, so cattle are being mutilated and killed in eastern Oregon. Hmm. No one is sure how or why. Going all the way back to the top <laughs> of the podcast. Yes. Fucking aliens, man. Fucking aliens, man. Fucking aliens. Okay. So, I, now, the, the article is long, too, so I'm going to kind of scroll through it. So, bear with me on this. Uh, so, they're finding these cows. Okay. Now this ha- it happened um, back in the 1980s when another uh, when one of the ranchers mother cows was mysteriously killed. So like apparently something has been happening for a while, but it's like what is what's going on right now? So mm. apparently this cow like that one of these ranchers lost the cow was laid over dead, and its udder was removed with like a razor, and there's no blood. Oh boy! All of the blood had been drained from its body. It looks like, and they even says a deflated balloon. Oh boy! The yeah. Sure, you need to scroll through this, by the way. Yeah, there's a content sure content warning on this stuff. If, if seeing this sort of thing like freaks you out, this will freak you out. It's so very scary. Yeah, there's there's one picture in the story. So you know, if that freaks you out and you still want to read it, maybe look at it on your phone and put it in mobile mode. You know. So it doesn't load the picture. What is? But, oh, okay. I didn't know yeah. that was the thing. Yeah. Now that's something that only happens in Safari, because when I pull up a story in Safari, it automatically wants to give me just the text, and I have to change it back. Weird. Mine doesn't do that. Me, hmm. Okay. Well, that's upsetting. Um. So two years ago, there was another bloodless, cut-up cow, hmm. and it like a a hunter discovered it going through the woods. So it says that her son, a butcher at the time, inspected the slain animal. He couldn't understand how the cuts were made so clean. Chills, y'all. This 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 story freaks me out. I'm I'm yeah. not gonna lie. It really freaks me out. Uh, yeah. Because I actually don't go straight to the alien thing. I think there's a serial killer in practice mode. Oh my god, dude, no. Because they always start with mutilating animals. That's oh, how man. it starts. That is yeah. one of the telltale signs of a serial killer. Now, see, usually it would be, you know, little woodland creatures. Yeah. When smaller they're a animals. Kid, if they're an adult now, if this is like a 20-year-old, they man. can go after something bigger. They want something bigger. Ugh. Yeah. This is gross. This yeah. Is really, this is weird. This is weird, but yeah. it's gross. You know, it's so. It's making it weird. 
if there okay. is a human behind this, stop. Don't do that. That's if there is a human behind this, forget our names. Go elsewhere. Yeah. We're okay. not talking to you. So to understand, this is reading from the article again. To understand what happened better, we rattled up two-track U.S. Forest Service Road. And it says, and we're going to drive in here, Marshall said. Oh, a little ways, and then we'll get up and walk around in one of the where one of the bulls was found. And the carcass is still there. Wow. These animals were found bloodless, with their tongues and genitals precisely removed. Fuck. All right. I want to read this whiteboard of ideas. Okay. Let me... Hold on. Let me... Let me read this and then you can get to that coming up to one of the dead bulls is an eerie scene the forest is hot and still apart from a raven's repeating call the bull looks like a deflated plush toy it smells weirdly there are no signs of buzzards coyotes or any other scavengers his red coat is as shiny as it was when he was going to the fair wow go ahead and read your thing they can no. They can make this into like a novel. I was captivated. I. This is why I'm saying you need to go read this article because the, she is the this woman rules who wrote yeah. this Anna King. This article yeah. is amazing. See, it's the best wall of weird article I've I've found yet. <laughs> like writing wise. That's cool, man. Right. Kings, the kings can write. Apparently, <laughs> the kings can write. Um, this is a two thousand pound bull. Wow, dude. And it says this is rugged. This is this is a quote. This is the frontier. If a person or persons has the ability to take down a two thousand pound range bull, you know it's not inconceivable that they wouldn't have a lot of problems dealing with an under hundred eighty pound cowboy. It's a it's a it's a rodeo cowboy with a chip on his shoulder. Also, That's who's these doing bulls this. are like top breeding value and everything. Like at their top <laughs> is worth as much as seven thousand dollars. So it's actually really hurting the. The people's too. Man, that's wild. Yeah. So, so read the whiteboard. The whiteboard. This is hanging up in the Harney County Sheriff's Office of uh, the theories that they have right now. It says few clues have led to a lot of speculation and guesses uh-huh. on how several bulls are mysteriously cut down this summer. Um, the image only edited out one line to protect someone's personal data. Mm-hmm. So, some highlights from this list. <laughs> Number one, aliens. <laughs> slash radiation. I, slash I Area 51. Uh, witches. Uh, Unlikely. They, witches are pretty, usually pretty cool. Yeah, they and plus they're not sloppy. They would have cleaned up after themselves. Yeah, I, I that is actually, in this, in this list of some things are very crazy, that's <clears throat> the one I'm least likely to believe. <laughs> Bigfoot. <clears throat> Yeah. Now, see, that's that's what I'm least likely to believe, believe because Bigfoot over witches, man. Witches are cool. So he's just anything. picking up. It's he's picking up cows and just drinking them like Capri Sun. That's why witches get a bad rep. You said what? Witches get a bad rep because they are women. That's why. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah. Um, devil worshippers, which I can see that. Uh-huh. I can totally see that. Satanic panics back again, friends. Lightning. Now that doesn't really account for the loss of blood. And that would wouldn't that really mess them up? And statistically, how could that happen more than once? Right, right. Um, vegans, okay. Like that that's the most any sense. That's the most rational thing on the board, though. Force field. That force field. 
Yeah, I don't really. Are they saying it's like you know? They're you put, saying like, the, that there's the some sort collar. of supernatural force field, or maybe some. I'm guessing some sort of governmental force field that the cow went into when it was activated. Like and Stephen then, King's The Dome. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Or the Simpsons movie. Yes. Um, Those two but, pillars of our storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> now here's one that I don't understand at all. Taylor's calves are small. That I that sounds like they're weird bullshit. I guess. Oh, Taylor's calves, as in, as in like baby cows. I thought it meant like calves, like calf like, muscles. No, no, I think it means baby cows, right? Okay, well that's better. The baby I cows mean, that, are small. Maybe there's something to. Maybe they're saying there's something to do with that. I don't know I what. Guess. I don't know how that's linked. But it's between vegans and my favorite one on the list, which is sharks or cats with laser beams. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> so, just be be mindful of this when you put laser beams on your cats, people. This is irresponsible cat ownership, and you need to be held accountable for your actions. So, yeah. please report to the Harney County Sheriff's Office immediately. Okay. So, a lot. He said that um, this is Jenkins, Dan Jenkins. He's a deputy at the sheriff's office. And he's working this case. And he says a lot of people lean toward aliens. Um, so basically, they're saying that, like, the alien ship will kind of beam up the cow, do whatever it wants with it, and then it's just drop it from a great height. Um, this is some Invader Zim type shit now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, another person told us that we should run a Geiger counter type of thing around the animal and guarantee there's no radiation there. Right. <laughs> and the number one on the list is he thinks it's the North Vietnamese army. Oh boy, someone's having some war flashbacks in that situation. I thought that said Varmint Kong, not no, Viet it's Kong. Vietnamese. Viet Cong. Wow. That's not some old v- shit. That's yeah, that's someone who's dealing with their own problems from the war. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean I feel like to to their credit though, like the person that said that they all considered it so outlandish that they were like, oh, fuck that. We can do better. Aliens, witches, Bigfoot. Put them on the board. Yeah. <laughs> so they're saying. So at that, least it's like, all right, this is just nuts. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. So they're saying whatever this was, it's they're it, They're clear. It wasn't bears. It wasn't wolves. It wasn't cougars. It wasn't poisonous plants. And the animals were not shot. It wasn't cougars in your area that want to meet up? No. Fuck. Unfortunately not. The FBI won't confirm or deny that it's looking into the killings. Mm. Ah! That is wall of weird worthy right there. I tell you what. It is amazing. (laughs) So we have this stuff happening decades apart. We have mystery. How is it drained? How is it precise? I don't know. I don't know. I'm... I'm just, oh, this one's going to stick with me for a while, guys. Yeah, that's kind of wild. It is, uh, it's good stuff. Go. Re- I'm going to post the article alongside it, the comments. Uh, it's going to go in our Facebook group, just like it always does. If you want to get in the Facebook group, go to patreon.com slash Lex and Matt to get access to that. Every tier of Patreon gets you access. Uh, and then, but I'm in addition to that, where you get you know links and conversation and everything. I'm gonna post this on the Facebook page as well, like in the comments on the regular post. 
so that people can read it because I definitely want this to get more recognition. I just think it's really well done. Yeah. I want to get Anna King on the show. Anna King, if you're listening, you want to get on the show, please write us, talk to us, reach out. We want to talk to you. Yes. Writing goals. Absolutely. Tell us what (laughs) you think is going on. That's what I want to know. (laughs) We also got some interesting stuff that still needs fleshing out that I'm going to be posting about uh, either vaguely or directly uh, in the Facebook group fairly soon. Cool. I don't know what you're talking about, but cool. Yeah. Get ready for that. Oh, wait. Okay, sorry. Uh-oh. I thought there was a I thought there was an actual secondary breaking news wall of weird, but that is not a reliable source. So never mind. Some okay. aliens thing. If it's anything, we'll talk about it next week. Yep. If it's juicy enough, we'll cover it next week here on Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. Ooh. Chilies. That reminds me, I'm starting voiceover classes. I was going I I just messaged you the other day asking. Yeah. We're starting those. That's cool. How do you like it so far? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the intro was cool. Um, this will be my first class on Saturday. So yeah, I'm excited. That's cool. I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be, and even if it's not, Hey, you tried it. (laughs) That's the key guys. Yeah. Try things. That's right. So if anybody wants to hire me for these amazing, uh, voiceover skills, you know, put a little pepper on your podcast intro, what have you get at your boy. (laughs) Okay. I'm not hiring you, Matt. Oh, okay, fine. Anyway, we appreciate you folks listening to us ramble on. Yeah. I'm Matt Peters. I'm Lex Lutz, and be excellent to each other. Hey. Hey, you've done it for a while. I got to do the oh, thing. It wasn't hey, it was hey. Oh, okay. I thought it was like, hey, I was supposed to it do that. Like, no. Celebratory, hey. I took it. <laughs> hey. Yeet. <laughs> <laughs> I still know what it means be yeet to each other <laughs> gross Ugh. next up we'll be having a t-shirt where we're just dabbing it's yeah. gonna be a thing yeah just like the Chippendale oh god Chippendale dabbing ranges <laughs> anyway bye everybody yeah. you're welcome bye